Welcome to Flippin' Genius, the podcast. I'm Randy Lee. I'm your host. I've been in business for myself most of my adult life, which is getting to be a pretty long time. Um, sometimes it was just side hustling. Other times, like it is now, it was my full-time, 100% money-making source. And in the past 11 years, for the past 11 years, I've been a licensed auto dealer in the great state of Alabama. Um, car flipping is a lot of fun. It's, it's accessible to people of all skill levels. And that's part of why I wanted to do the podcast, because you don't have to be a car guy to have success in car flipping. I mean, frankly, I'm not one. Oh, I, I have cars that I remember fondly. I think my favorite that comes to mind is my 1977 Lincoln Town Coupe. I always got a kick out of that car. It's just a giant gold Lincoln Town Coupe with that big square front end and leather seats and, and you know, like it had like a Landau top or something. And I always used to say it's got two doors big enough to break a man's legs and a trunk that comfortably would sleep eight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and as cool as that car was, and it was a cool car, my favorite thing about that car, and about really any car that I've had, I think, is the deal. Uh, I can't remember the specifics because it's been quite a while since I had that car. Uh, but I, I think I bought it for about 700 bucks, and I drove it for a year or two, and then I wound up selling it for over $2,000. And that, that just delights me. <laughs> uh, you know, even though I wasn't a car flipper back then, I was, I was involved in some other business back then, or actually probably several other businesses back then, but I still enjoyed the deal because the deal is always deal. I, I, always the deal. I've always known, I've always recognized that the money is mostly made when I buy something. You've got to buy something right. Now, if you've got skills like you're a, you know, brilliant mechanic or or you can do some awesome body work or paint work or something like that you you may be able to build value into a vehicle where where i just can't but i i have a team that can do a lot of that stuff so those things are within reach i believe always always when you buy is the most significant setup and that and that's something that transfers over a lot of different businesses, but we're talking about car flipping, so really, that's a real key, and you'll hear me say that so much, you'll probably get sick of it, but keep it in mind, I'm trying to to do you a favor, don't overpay, it's just simple as that. Um, today, we're going to address three subjects that I know are either time-sensitive or, or they're of interest to one or more of the listeners that I've, I've heard from. And, and by the way, if you want to send me a question or send me a topic uh, suggestion, you can send it to flippinggenius at gmail.com. That's flippinggenius at gmail.com. Um, today's topics are going to be tax time. <laughs> Obviously, that's uh, as of today. Today is March I'm recording this is March 2nd, so release date will be March 4th, I think. So very pertinent because the tax money is just hitting. We're going to talk about that. Uh, salvage titles. This is something that everybody's interested in. What does that mean? What can I do? We'll talk about that. And the last one they're going to talk about is, is negotiating. And this is a subject that, that 
we can talk forever about, but I'll, I'll try to give you some good ideas on negotiating that I think will put you in a position of strength. Now, when I come back, we're going to get right into it. If you haven't yet, please like us, subscribe, download, uh, tell your friends, share us, share the podcast with friends, share it on Facebook, you know, spread it wide. The bigger the bigger this gets, the, the, the more I'm going to be able to put into it. Um, and I, I think it's a, a really great thing to be able to share. People ask me, why are you telling the competition about what you do? But I just believe that America has so much potential for success that there's no reason to keep what you know to yourself. And the fact is, I'm getting some great uh, emails and, and insights and from the people who are listening. So I know that I'll, I'll also benefit from it. Um, download it so you can take Flipping Genius with you anywhere for free. I, I listen to podcasts a lot when I walk, when I go to the gym. So I'd love it if you were listening to, to this when, when you're doing it. Um, and it's free. Yeah, also look for our YouTube channel. I'm a little behind on that. We did post one video and I'm, I'm working on that video about the free car story. Uh, the young man that I need to interview is, God bless him, he's working two jobs and I haven't been able to get in front of him. And the kid's 16 years old. I mean, that's, that's a wonderful, wonderful sign for our country, I think, as long as we've got young guys like that out there still doing it. So um, stay tuned. I'll be right back. Flipping genius. What if I told you that $540 million of additional money is coming into the used car market over the next 24 hours and every day for about the next 60 days, another $540 million is going to potentially be coming to folks like us who are selling cars, flipping cars, flipping genius. I think so. Let me tell you where I'm getting these numbers because you're thinking, Randy, <laughs> you're just making this up. No, each time, each time, this time every year, we call it tax time and tax time in the car business can be golden if you are prepared. And let me tell you what we're preparing for. There's about 141 million taxpayers in the United States, and about 75% of them will receive a tax refund, and that tax refund averages about $3,000 per taxpayer. Now, $3,000 times 105,750,000 taxpayers equals 317 billion $250 million. I think that's right. <laughs> when, it, when it has that many zeros, I get a little confused. But $317,250,000,000 will be coming into the, the, uh, the United States market as a result of tax refunds. And if just 10% of that is being used for major purchases... That's $32 billion that will be available over the next about 60 days. And if you break that down, we're talking about $540 million per day. $540 million per day. And and the where I got the 10% from is is the about 9% of Americans will use 
their tax refund for a major purchase. A major purchase could be a used car. In fact, about 14% of millennials will use their tax refund for this per purpose. So it's a very realistic number that $540 million is coming into the market sometime between the end of February and the beginning of May. And we have an opportunity to take advantage of that situation. I hate to use those words, but that's a fact. That's a fact. This money is coming into the market, and we have a chance to make hay. So when I come back, let's talk more about how to be prepared, how to take advantage of this opportunity. I'm Randy Lee. This is the Flippin' Genius Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. If you haven't shared, shared. I'll be right back. <laughs> Are you an experienced car flipper who is interested in finding new paths to reaching your goals? Are you new to car flipping and hoping to find the quickest path to success? Or do you operate a successful car dealership and recognize that sometimes an outside pair of eyes can make all the difference in getting to that next level? I'm Randy Lee, host of The Flipping Genius. I offer one-on-one -on -one consulting and coaching services to help you reach your goals. Schedule a free 20-minute face-to-face Zoom consultation with me at www.flippinggenius.com. Let's find out how I can help. So it might seem crazy, but it's true. A large segment of our population is going to have an extra chunk of cash burning a hole in their pocket, as my dad used to say. And we just want to be ready when they're ready. So we want to have our flips ready to sell when they're ready to buy. It's simple as that. I mean, it's not rocket science. You know that this money is going to be available somewhere around the middle to late February until probably beginning of May. And, and in fact, is it's going to be gone after that. Now, there's going to be other money that you can get, obviously. But this is a big chunk of extra money that's there. We want to be ready to sell when they're ready to buy. So we got to get our flips ready. And that is a long-term strategy. So someplace, however long it takes you to get a flip ready, and that's going to be based upon what you're doing with, with vehicles, um, you need to know that this is a target date. You want to have have some inventory if possible, or if you're just doing one car, you know you want to have that car ready in order for somebody to make a purchase. And the fact is they're going to probably buy it at a little bit higher value during this time. That's that's the truth, too. So it's not just that the money's there, but because supply and demand, you can demand a little bit more money this time of year. And I absolutely, I've got a vehicle right now that I would probably sell for $2,000 every day of the week during the rest of the year right now i know i'll get 2500 bucks it's an extra 500 dollars and i know some of you are probably saying oh randy why are you messing with this little tidbitty stuff but that's where i find my market and and that's you know you you, you do you i'll do me and it, it works for me um so you can bet that i know that i i mean I've I've talked about it in the past. My my target is low end quality used vehicles. I just sell transportation, usually between two thousand and thirty five hundred dollars. That is what I do. I'm not saying that's what you should do, because 
you are gifted with different gifts than I am. You have different connections than I am. You have different interests than I am. But that, as I've told you, my my interest is in the deal. I'm not really a car guy. I just like the the business of car flipping. So I'm built for for this time of year because the folks with the three thousand dollar average income tax refund are my perfect audience. They they have this money in their hand probably the only time they'll have this money in their hand all year long and therefore they're coming to me to buy these vehicles and and I you know I'm going to charge a little bit more for them because it's you have to. I mean the competition drives that too. And and you can bet that after 11 years of doing this I am poised and ready when the market is ready. And now I sell for cash only. And that that's a little bit different. I I uh I don't like I don't like people to get car loans. I mean that's that that's just me. There's a whole bunch of guys that make a boatload of money in something called buy here pay here if you haven't heard that. It's uh they even initial it BHPH. I get a magazine entitled BHPH, the industry. And it's something I've looked into, and I, I don't think I'll ever get into it, but I, I haven't ruled it out. Because if you do in-house financing, you have a, a different opportunity. Because then all of a sudden you're selling a vehicle where somebody brings you $2,500 or $3,000 down, and then they're making payments to you for a long time. And if you repossess the car and resell it and all that, uh, I don't, I'm not going to get into that because it's not... It's not my specialty, but I will get into it in a future episode. We'll have somebody who is an expert, or maybe one, more than one somebody who's an expert, talk about that and address that. Because in, in-house financing can be very lucrative. Even if you're, if you're selling vehicles out of your driveway, it doesn't mean that you cannot finance cars. You just need to know what you're doing. And uh, there's... There's dealers that that build a book of business. I heard one last year. I think he sold his book of business from a buy here pay here lot for over four million dollars. I I don't know the the specifics of that, but it's pretty amazing because you've got all this money out on the street, and he was able to sell that to somebody else, and that was right here in Alabama. Pretty pretty amazing stuff. So I try to offer a you know a good vehicle at a good price. And most of the times when I'm I'm selling a vehicle, the people come with the cash in hand and we make a deal. But but sometimes the only alternative people are going to have, because they didn't get the $3,000, they only got $1,200, and that's all the money they have in the world, they're either going to have to try to go buy a lesser expensive vehicle, which is probably not going to be any good for them, or take that money and put it down on a... On a, a uh, on a car, either through a, a private, through a lender, a business lender, uh, or go through a private lender who's financing in-house. Um, so we'll we'll talk more about that later on. Um, I think the thing that I really want to stress here about tax time is be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready, be ready to sell. Because if if your vehicle is not ready because you've got to do this or this or this, and it doesn't get ready until June. You've missed the boat, and this is a pretty big boat to miss. So, if uh, it's not this year, at least you'll know next year to be ready. And uh, if you've got a vehicle that you're working on right now, today is March fourth, twenty twenty 
2020. I'm dating this. I probably shouldn't do that, but that's that's the date right now. So if if you're listening to this right now today, you need to get in gear and get your get your stuff ready because the folks are out there ready to buy right now in any place in the United States. Hey, and I I want to thank you guys for listening. I, I'm I'm sorry I'm kind of disjointed here, but I, I noticed on um, statistics today that we've got listeners, a lot of them in Australia, and Belgium and Puerto Rico, and I. I love you. Thanks for listening. I, I, I hope I benefit you too. And of course, we've got uh, like 89% of our listeners are right here in the United States, which makes a lot a lot of sense to me. And I just want to thank you for listening. And I really appreciate it. I you're, You could spend your time doing a lot of things and I hope you're finding this beneficial. If you have questions or comments, please send them to me at, at flippingquestions at gmail.com flipping questions at gmail.com and I'll, I'll if I can address them on the air I will if I can write you back I'll, I'll write you back and um, also if you've got nice things to say please say them online we would, I would love to 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 see those comments and share them and get get our get our podcast spread wide the the, the bigger this gets the more time I can put into it naturally um anyway that is just thought of that Thank you for all you you mates in Australia. I think that's what you say over there. <laughs> um, so be ready for tax time. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to talk about salvage titles. And and a lot of times it's called branded titles. So we're going to talk about salvage titles, rebuilt titles, um, and what this means to you as a flipper and what can be a detriment or an opportunity. So when we get back, we're going to talk about that. You're listening to the Flipping Genius Podcast. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe, download, share, like, leave us nice comments. I'll try to read them on the air if you do. And we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Flippin' Genius Podcast, thanks for listening. And the next issue we're going to talk about is one I know is going to be of interest to you, and that's salvage title history, uh, also known as salvage titles, rebuilt titles. Uh, they could be called different things in different states, but basically what we're talking about is vehicles that have been totaled by the insurance company and now are not legal to be driven on the road, or they weren't legal and they've been rebuilt. And now the title is is branded as rebuilt. This is important to notice, important to know if somebody's trying to uh, slide this past you, and they will. <laughs> you need to know your stuff. Make sure you see that title, especially before you make the purchase. And usually if, if you're at an auction, this will be announced, but you've got to listen to those announcements. If you're talking to an individual, that's where you might find them trying to just say, oh, by the way, after you've already negotiated, this one has a rebuilt title. So you need to know that. And you can't always see it. Uh, I'll, one example that comes to mind, I bought a salvaged vehicle, a, a vehicle with a salvaged title. Now, I knew it had a salvaged title, but I could not see anything wrong with this vehicle. It was a, it was a Chevy truck. It ran great. It looked pretty good for the vintage and the miles. Everything worked on it. It was a great truck. Um, I know it, it, you you could throw it on the farm and use it for the next 10 years. Uh, that'd be legal. But if you hit the street, it's illegal. So I was going to have to do a rebuild on it. I am a licensed 
rebuilder, which doesn't mean a lot. It just means that I paid the fee to the state of Alabama. Um, but I, I don't personally do rebuilding. I found a dealer who was interested. I flipped it to them, made some quick money. So I, I wasn't involved to the point where I ever discovered what was even wrong with that vehicle. But sometimes you won't even see it. And if I didn't see it, if I didn't already know it had a salvage title, I wouldn't have seen it until maybe too late in the deal. And you, so you need to know up front. It's a good question to ask. Does this have a straight title? That's just, that's all you have to ask. If somebody says yes. And then you later find out that they were lying. <laughs> you can bet they're probably lying about other things, but it's not just a collision that we're talking about. It could be hail damage. It could be water damage. It could be theft. It could be a, a collision, of course, but it could be whatever, whatever happens that causes that insurer to, to pay a claim and total that car. And as you know, if you've been involved with cars personally, that's not necessarily a, a huge incident. So a lot of times these, these things are repairable. But most of you are going to be on the side of seeing this vehicle as a rebuilt title. That means it's been rebuilt already. It's back on the street. It's been owned by somebody. And now you can buy it and you can license it again. But you need to know about that rebuilt title. Now, the, pe the person you're buying it from, they may not have the information to tell you specifically what the problem was. But at this point, you know the vehicle's been rebuilt by a licensed rebuilder in your state or the state it was in and inspected, and it's street legal. Uh, that's, that's one thing you need to know. But there's some things you you really need to recognize before you start investing in branded title vehicles. Now I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying know the game. Um, here's here's the, some major concerns. Okay, what about hidden mechanical issues? If the vehicle was hit from the rear, it's probably less likely you're going to have some major problems with you. If you get hit in the front, there's a good chance that the motor, the engine, <laughs> has been damaged. Uh, I laugh because my brother always says, it's an engine, it's not a motor. Um, or the transmission could be compromised from it. Now, hopefully all that's been taken care of in the rebuild, but you want to know that, especially if you are doing the salvage work. And, and again, I I do encourage you to consider this. If you've got those kind of skills, get your licensed rebuilder license because your your state rebuilder's license because it's probably not that expensive. I know it's not that expensive to do in the state of Alabama, and it gives you opportunities. But you know, check that out. Do it your way. I have a team that I go through. I don't do the rebuilding myself, but I've got a team that I can go through. They know their stuff. I pay them. It comes back out the other end. It's amazing what they can do. Uh, hail damage. I've seen vehicles that come. I've taken them in with crazy amounts of, of those little tiny dents that hail just brains down on your vehicle. Take it in, and my guys bring it back out at the other side looking like it came from a showroom. It's amazing. Um, but it's got a rebuilt title, which means it's not going to be worth as much. Um, another thing is flood damage. What What happens when... When the the vehicle sits in you know flood in water, that can be devastating to a vehicle mechanically. So you need to know what the results are. So you have to be aware of those things. But here's a big one that you've got to be aware of uh, when you're buying and when you're selling: insurability. 
Um, just for instance, the, the insurance company I use for my personal insurance will no longer insure a rebuilt title. They just, they won't flat out, won't do it. And when they did, because I, 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 not long ago, I had a vehicle that was a rebuilt title, a personal vehicle, and they did insure it. Um, I, I, uh, now I didn't have, uh, full coverage. I just had collision because I, you know, buy vehicles for nothing. I didn't see any reason to, to to pay for the collision. But but had I paid for collision insurance, they would only cover about 50% of the, the replacement value of that vehicle. So that gives you an idea of what the insurance companies think of it. Then they've gone from that to not insuring them at all. Now, this is a major insurance company. I'm not going to mention them because I'd I don't want to say anything detrimental about them. They're, it's fair that they don't want to insure them. So what you want to do is pick up the phone and call insurance companies, your insurance company, other insurance companies. Before you're ready to sell a vehicle, you're going to want to know at least a couple, three insurers in your area who will insure this for your end user because you're going to talk about this rebuilt title and you want to make sure that that you can say, hey, you can call XYZ and ABC insurance, and they will both insure it. Now, I'm saying those, I don't, I'm not referring to XYZ and ABC in case they are actual companies by that name in your area. <laughs> uh, those are just fictitious names I made up. Gotta cover your bases, right? Uh, so you, you have to realize, and you have to communicate this when you go to sell the vehicle, that there's a chance that their insurer will not insure it. Here's some people that will insure it. And if you do decide to put full coverage on it, there's a possibility that they'll they'll pay a, a smaller claim. But you can find all that out in advance and, and armed with that, it's going to make it easier for you to sell the vehicle. But so we've talked about the concerns and there's probably some more that we could we could come in. And hey, if you've got more to add to this, please send it along to Flipping Questions at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to, to uh, share them with our, our listeners later because the fact is I don't know everything, and a lot of you guys probably know a ton, and I would, I would love to, to share it online if you can send me more information. That's awesome. If you have more questions, send them to me at flippingquestions at gmail.com, and I'll do my best to get the answers for you and either answer you directly or answer you on a future episode. Now, let's talk about the opportunities of branded titles because there are opportunities. I mean, it's simply this. You should be able to buy these vehicles for cheap and then sell them for cheap. I, I mean, obviously, you in between, you want to make some money. So even if you're even if you're just buying the vehicle already rebuilt, you should be able to buy this vehicle at a lower price because of that. And if you can't, just walk away. Yeah, there should be a discount to you. And then when you go to sell it, you're going to want to offer it at a lesser price than other vehicles in the marketplace, but you make your money in between. Now, one group of folks that are probably going to be more interested in branded titles are those buy here, pay here guys, the, the, the guys that are doing self-financing, that are financing the vehicles themselves. See, they hold on to the title and they're buyers are more of a captive audience because they know they can't buy that that type of vehicle, this nice of a vehicle from anybody else. So consequently, I see the guys in the buy here, pay here business more likely to buy these vehicles with, with the branded titles than the other folks. But armed with this information, you can make a informed decision and you can make money with a branded title. You can find these vehicles in a variety of ways. And I'm not going to go into all that. There's insured 
There's insurance auctions probably in your area. Also online, you can buy them. You can also check with your insurance guys and you can find more information about this. I encourage you to do that on your own. Uh, I, I, I really truly, truly believe uh, the more you invest in this, the more likely you're going to do it and get out and do it. And that's what we're trying to do is, is make sure that you are getting in the game and working your way to becoming a flipping genius. <laughs> and now we're going to cover one more topic when we come back, and that is negotiating where you can't lose. And that's what I love, uh, a situation where... You come out on top no matter what the negotiation does, and that's really the way you want to do it. And we're going to talk about that and wrap up this segment. Thank you so much for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe, please share, please download. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, and I thank you in advance for leaving positive comments. I'll be right back. Okay. Thanks for hanging in. This is the Flippin' Genius Podcast. I am Randy Lee, your host, and we're rolling through episode seven, and I hope that you've uh, enjoyed and value the information we've talked about so far. This last thing I'm going to talk about is what I like to call win-win negotiating, and I think it's going to be maybe a little bit different than the win-win that you've heard before. It's not that I'm not wanting everybody to benefit because that's what we usually hear win-win means both sides win and yeah I want that to happen too but really what I say win-win what I'm talking about is I want to win no matter what whether the negotiation goes the way that I intended and I make the purchase or I make the sale or whether the negotiation doesn't and I walk away I still win the negotiation that's that's my thinking. I, maybe I'm crazy, but I've been crazy a long time, and it works for me. So let me tell you a little bit about what I mean by this. It's really about attitude. That's that's the, the key. And I think your attitude is key when you're doing business in any way. But when you're in the car flipping business, attitude is powerful. And power comes from knowledge and belief in your systems. And we'll address that a little bit in just a second. Um, For instance, when you call me about a flip that I'm selling, so I've got a vehicle that I've repaired and it's ready to go. Uh, It's been detailed. It's pretty. It has been photographed. It has been marketed. And we're going to talk about that some more in a future episode marketing because, man, you know, that's key. And I think I can share quite a bit because that's my side of it, the business side of it. But so you're ready to go. I'm ready to go. I got this vehicle. Got it priced right. I know my market. I know it's priced right. I know it's a fair deal. Uh, whether it's a branded title or not, I know my price is, is solid and, it, and I'm in the ballpark and I'm ready to make my deal. I know what my money is. I know where the money's coming from. I know what my profit margins are and I am ready. Okay. I know that I can't lose. See, I'm either going to get your money or I'm going to keep my vehicle. And all I have that I could possibly lose is the amount of time that I spend with you. And most of the time, I find that to be enjoyable and beneficial. Because even if you don't buy a vehicle from me, chances are we'll do something down the road or you'll lead me to somebody else. That happens all the time. Or if I don't buy a vehicle from you, 
same kind of thing. I make relationships by seeing people eye to eye. So I'm confident that this is going to be beneficial to me one way or another. So and if and the, and the, the reverse is 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 um, <laughs> the reverse happens um, when I'm buying the vehicle and I'm contacting you about your vehicle because I'm coming in. I know what the vehicle's worth to me. I know what the numbers are. I am ready when I get there, and I know that I can't lose. I'm either going to leave with your vehicle at a price that makes sense to me, or I'm going to leave with my money, and I'm going to keep my money and move down the road to get the deal that I want. I do things on my terms. Now, I don't mean to sound like I'm a genius. (laughs) Well, maybe I do. (laughs) But the fact is that if you work on your terms, it's pretty damn hard to lose because remember you have the power if you are if you are not working from emotion if you know your goals and strategies and remember i think as episode 2 we talked about goals and i think that is so vital knowing your strategies knowing your goals if you know those rock solid and you know your business when you come in here this is going to be a win-win. Your attitude will drive this train and you will make money. You will make money. You will make money. And you will become a flipping genius. I know this sounds crazy, but it's true. It is true. So I hope this helped today. Um, we talked about some great issues. Obviously, tax time. Be ready, be ready, be ready. Salvage titles. Uh, I hope that you understand them and, and do some do some investigation yourself. Invest in this because it's very, very important, important. And then negotiate from a position of strength and you will win every single time. And hey, if you've got stuff you'd like to send me, if you've got uh, questions you'd like to ask, please send it to flippingquestions at gmail.com. I'll do my best to, to answer any emails I get, either in person or on the air. Uh, please tune in. We've got some great guests coming up. It's exciting uh, uh, what's happening in the future here. And I thank you so much for listening. We've got a great audience out there. It's really, really cool, the folks that are, are tuning in. And go to our Flipping Genius YouTube channel. You'll see some uh, some videos on there. We're we're working on them right now. There's there's only a few things on there. You'll see some fun stuff about Johnny, the floor man at the public auction here in town. He's a he's hilarious. And you'll see a uh, a, a series that I'm putting together about the free car flip that uh, a young guy did here in town, uh, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Kid's working two jobs, so I haven't got all the videos in yet. <laughs> awesome. And a 16-year-old working two jobs and flipping cars. Looking forward to sharing sharing his story with you. And uh, so if you'll go there and check that out, um, send me information you have, subscribe, download, take Flipping Genius wherever you go, and tune in. Next Wednesday we'll have another episode, and uh, whew, more stuff coming. Thank you so much. Let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's become flipping geniuses. Hey, you know, when we started the Flipping Genius podcast, one of the things I thought that we could do to create revenue is create a digital training course about car flipping. And then I discovered Jeremy Fisher had already created the three-hour car flip and the three-hour car flip 
Flip Academy. He did a, such a fantastic job. I didn't see any way that I could duplicate that effort anywhere near the price that he was willing to, to, to charge. And then I invited Jeremy to come share the microphone with us in episode 42 of Flipping Genius. He did, which was exciting to me. And and then he said we could sell his product on our website for less than $50. And he'd even give us a small commission every time we sold one. It's a great deal. And it's a great course. It'll help you make some money no matter where you're at in the flipping game. I encourage you to go to FlippingGenius.com. Click on resources, click on more great stuff, and buy Jeremy's course. It's less than $50. I'm confident that you will make probably 10 times that much on your very first flip. It's very well worth it. Hey, thank you for listening to the Flipping Genius Podcast. I want to thank our sponsors from this week, Anchor the best place to make podcasts. Ideas to identify, that's I-D-E-A-S, the number two, identify.com, the best place to get name badges for your crew. They'll do as little as one at a time. Great folks. And hey, if you like cigars, you need to light up a Jordan cigar jordancigar.com they make the best sticks around beautiful humidors great stuff thank you all of the sponsors for helping us be on the air and please come back next week next wednesday we'll be back and i look forward to seeing you on flipping genius if you have not already subscribed please subscribe please look for us on youtube we also have a, a channel on tiktok <laughs> we'll be back thanks so much I'm delighted about our newest sponsor, IdeasToIdentify.com. They are the home of the simple-to-order and no-minimum-order name badges. Professional name badges are the perfect way to represent your company or organization and provide an easy way to identify your staff. IdeasToIdentify.com manufactures beautiful, full-color, quality name badges that can include your custom logo and they use magnetic attachment systems. They are manufactured right here in the United States at very competitive pricing. Ideas2identify.com can fill any size order in a timely fashion. They ship throughout the United States and will complete an order as small as one. To learn more, visit Ideas2identify.com. That's Ideas, the number two, Identify.com.